Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, I went down the wrong hole. Oh, yeah? I went down, went down the wrong hole. Yeah. Did you sneeze? Here we are. Did you sneeze after taking a vape hit? I think I fucking shit my pants is what happened. <laughs> I don't even know. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And next, you know, you're like, okay, we're going to start this. And also, I'm like, oh, no. You <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 19 of World's Funniest Podcast. I'm Rye Guy. World's. And it's DK. World's Funniest, Funniest, Funniest Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you know what? I'm doing really good. Yeah? Yeah. I made it. I made that decision today. I, I kind of did too, but go on. Tell me how you made that decision. Yeah, I was just like, caught up this morning. <laughs> and uh, I got a rice cooking in the microwave. Two day beard, I don't plan to shave. No, fuck, I'm not seeing fucking Travis Tritt on this. Uh, no, I just, I don't know. I just decided when I woke up this morning that I was going to have a good day. And, you know, here we are just doing it, you know. And I think that you fucking, fucking manifest destiny, man. Pull your own straws. Or whatever. I don't know. That sounded really dirty. I yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't wake up and say I, I woke up like a bag of shit today. But as the day went on, prepared to not have a good day emotionally. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I had a bad day yesterday. Um, well, for the most part, anyway. Uh, but it was. Did you have a bad day yesterday? You only have like a couple hours that sucked that allowed that like let let you let ruin the whole entire day. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of like, but by the end of the day, I felt good because I had, you know, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk about this. Fuck it. I had a shitty day in court. Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to go into gruesome details because it's no, none of anyone's business, but, uh, I didn't get what I wanted out of the situation that I'm dealing with. And for the first half of that day, I let that eat at me and I went into work, wasn't supposed to work, but I, I did it anyway because, I, and honestly, I think it might've been better for me to do it and just kind of sweat that shit off um mm -hmm. but then i did a good podcast uh shout out to vince delgado who came on the sport morning sports report that's going to drop this sunday um good boy vince good old good old vince he, he cheered me right up we talked basketball for like an hour and it was great it was a really great show he came so fucking prepared and then when that was is this a friend of yours or uh, actually just a mutual uh, like a, uh, a friend of the channel He's been on the oh, show before. We're gonna call, we're gonna call him Vincey D. Vincey you D. Think he'd like if we called him Vince Vincey D. Yeah. I'm sure he'd love that. So this is here's a fun fact for you. He does a podcast called the Smacked Raw podcast, and it covers pro wrestling. However, I don't know how this has happened, but they are the number one podcast on Pornhub. Um. Yeah. So he wants he wants us all to come on and be able to say that we made our debut on Pornhub. That'd be kind of sick. It actually. would. It would just that 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 like yeah. Guess what I did this week. Oh man, I can't wait to go on my next first date. So what's an interesting fact people don't know about you? I'm on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. 
No, it was a good show, and then... I never thought I'd get here with my two-inch penis. <laughs> but there's a niche long, for everything. It sure... <laughs> it's not that long, but it sure is skinny. <laughs> it's like a toothpick. Uh, no. Um... <laughs> Gross. No. Uh... Can't bottom with a tuna can, but can sure beat up the sides. It, it, was, a, it was a good show. And it put me in a good mood, and then I ended up watching the second of the Bond movies that we're going to – I think we should review it last because I feel like it was the better of the two. Um, although although I think you, you, would you, you thought differently. I am unpreferential in the order that we review them. Okay. And, 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 and what does that mean? It means I don't have a preference in which one oh, we talk okay. about first. All right, excellent, excellent. Okay, well, we'll get to that as we, when we get to that, near the end of the show. Uh, DK, well, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but uh, we both got COVID. We had fucking COVID, we, we, bitches. We got COVID. Uh, we, we got COVID yeah. within two weeks of each other. Uh, you got it first. And it was actually... It was actually hilarious how close we were both to having it. I think the only thing would make it more hilarious if we both had it like the same week, and we could have been like it could have been like uh, like Neil Young's Fever Dreams, you know, where he wrote like Cowgirl in the Sand. We could have been fucking fucking fevering from COVID doing podcasts. <laughs> I did a podcast with I did I did do a Wednesday Night Wallop, oh, and it was nice. fucking terrible. It was fucking tip. I was my brain was not working. I was trying to read notes and it was awful. It was not good. Uh, check it out. So it's, you're it's, saying it's, it's that up there. like a you're saying that a COVID induced fever is not the same as what you know someone like Neil Young would be looking for. I I we, I don't know. I think I think if we were doing this show, perhaps, but having to cover pro wrestling on a serious basis was difficult on COVID. Um, oh yeah, like you had to pay attention and stuff. So, so run me through your experience because you got it first. It was a shit week for you. Yeah, it so, was a shit week. Man, fuck. Why? Why does this always happen to me? Okay, let me just let me just change that. It's not that this always happens to me, but like whenever something happens, it's like five or six shitty things, you know, like that are like what that. Remember that one week that like I almost broke my toe. I almost cut my toe off. And I and like my doorknob got broken, and then like something else happened, like all in one yeah. week. <laughs> I fell f- I fell through a like deck that, that week. I, I remember. I'll never forget that week. That was the oh yeah, all decked out. So, <laughs> 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 so dumb, uh, man. I got man. Before I get into this, I tell you, I noticed today. Like I'm fucking ninety percent dad jokes. Like I know people have been telling me this for years. But I was in Princess Auto. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I was in Princess Auto, right? Which is like every man's dream is to have a house that smells like Princess Auto, which is essentially like five W thirty oil and tire rubber. But I, so I was there to pick something up, and uh, you know when you like cut almost cut each other off, like at a at a cross section of the aisles or whatever, yeah. when you almost like run into somebody and you're like, oh, sorry, and like. Because that's what the Canadian reaction is, is, oh, sorry. And then you let the other person go, right? So I did that. I was like, oh, sorry. And I let the other guy go, and he looked at me. And I said, these fucking lights never work at this intersection anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And he just started laughing, and then I was walking away. I'm like, that was so dumb. Like, that was a hard dad joke. (laughs) 
That's genius. Um, I, that would have killed me. That would have killed me. That's great. Yeah, lights never, <laughs> lights never work in the center section anyways. It's like, what the fuck? I never heard anybody who says that. Uh, fuck. That's good so shit. So anyways, coronavirus 19 or whatever you want to call it. Cor- coronavirus? Uh, Carnivorous virus. Um, I could have gone without it. Like, yeah, I was trying. Um, I was certainly trying. I got the yeah. vaccine. I stayed the fuck away so, from people. Yeah. That was that was supposed to be a thing that helped. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah. it, I I will say, I'm I'm happy I got it because as bad as I felt, I would not have wanted to feel that without it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I definitely do. I thought I was thinking about that too. Like, I wonder. Like, I never got the booster just because, like, at when they said you don't have when when they stopped telling us how many we had to do it before we could like live our lives. Yeah. Like at that when that point happened, I was like. Okay, fuck it. I'm not yeah, no, I, I was the same way. <laughs> like, I didn't get a booster either. How many cards and fucking needles do I need to have? Right? <laughs> and it's not like I don't believe in it or anything like that. And I realized that things like polio require like almost two or three boosters at like at, at a young age. But at one point in time, it's like, you know, it's not ever. It's not. No one ever said it was going to prevent you from getting it. Well, actually, no, that's not true. The liberals said that, but <laughs> <clears throat> but it's not like. I have any less chance of getting it or passing it on to anybody. It's just supposed to help me when, when it does happen, right? And I'm glad that, that I did have that because it was not an enjoyable experience. My week looked like – so I was doing a bunch of presentations on PowerPoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like really big, important ones. I had six or eight of them scheduled in one week. Uh, and when I say one week, I mean essentially four days because Mondays are usually just administrative and planning. So I had, like, not a lot of time to do them, right? Monday, fucking I wish I would have known I would have had COVID right now at this point in time. Monday, some guy comes, um, and I should note that I have a cable box in my backyard. From a external third-party specific cable crew company that does work on Ethernet and cables for places like Bell MTS and Shock Cable and Telus Mobility, Right? And he knocks on my on my door and he says, "Hey, is it okay if I go access the cable box in your backyard?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I don't care, I'm like whatever." It's like, "Don't shit back there because that's weird. Like, who shits in someone's backyard?" I didn't say that too, but I'm just thinking it. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> go back, continue on with my work. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I don't have super good mobile data in my house just because of where it's situated, where the tower is. I have a couple big trees inside my house. The mobile data isn't great. Right. So I 99.9% of the time just do mobile data. I just call through my whatever, uh, through my Wi-Fi network, right? Uh, so I was talking to somebody, and uh, all of a sudden my phone, it was like 2 o'clock. My phone just like just dropped the call. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like that doesn't frequently happen. Like why would it just drop? So I'm like, okay, go upstairs, and connect to LTE, and I c- complete my phone call. And then I realized there's like a red ring around my, my modem for my internet. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I do the classic unplug it, wait 15.78 seconds, <laughs> put it back on, wait for it to reboot, you know, allow the rinse repeat, right? So I did that a couple of times. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fucked. I guess my internet's not working. So I poke my hand out the back door and this guy's there, the cable box. I'm like, hey. And I said this exactly to him. I'm like, hey, did you just cut my fucking internet? <laughs> and he like looks at me like, oh, oh no, 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 I, I would never, no, 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 I didn't do that. I'm like, 
oh, okay, because, like, you're back there, and I don't all of a sudden, like, have internet, like, as of 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay, no, 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 I wouldn't have done that. I'm like, oh, okay. So here begins a long, drawn-out process of calling MTS and trying to diagnose my fucking internet problem, which is, if I would have the choice to take, you know, like a sewing pin and stick it behind a fingernail, I would almost prefer to do yeah. that. Uh, it's always like, that way with yeah. your internet company. Uh, so anyway, so that happens, and so so begins the tyranny of a week. Um. <laughs> so Tuesday, I'm well. I mean, I'm working at home, obviously, right? Because hashtag remote working, all that kind of crap, whatever. Hashtag COVID nineteen. So because of COVID, I'm working from remote to try to keep people safe, yeah. right? I might add that this is the first week uh, that my office has attempted to introduce people back into the workplace. So we're like, you know, people, you can come back to work. You can work in your regular work areas. You can do blow this. You can do that. You know, you have a few rules you got to follow, like when you're walking around or whatever, you have a mask on, all that bullshit. Sweet. So I'm like, oh, well, this is no issue. I'll just go work from work and use the internet there until this gets sorted out. And I see a few people I'm like, oh, hey, ha, ha, ha. Hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. LOL. COVID-19. Life is good. <laughs> Dainty tray. Um, and then what, what three quarters of the way through the day, but no, actually, you know, like probably at 83% of the day, I'm like, man, so I need a sore neck. Yeah. I'm just got like, it's stiff and it kind of like hurt to turn my head. And I thought that maybe, you know, it was from the weekend, you know, I was chipping nice. So I went to the bow range and shot my bow a few times. I'd turn up the power a little bit on it. So it was, uh, maybe like I had stretched or pulled or whatever right turned inside out right by time i got home my entire body started to hurt you know and i was like oh this is not super sick because i remember texting you that night i was like man i'm, I'm fucking sore or something like yeah that. i remember whatever. that yeah so, and i saw like what did i do the usual i smoked a joint and i took a bubble bath um <laughs> in my jetted cup <laughs> which felt great by the i way. don't doubt that yeah but then I started to get the chills, which uh, weren't super sick. Uh, and then I commenced to have a fever, which also two out of ten, like, like do not recommend. Um, and then, yeah, all night I was, I was up most of the night with, like, the fever and chills. My house was, like, 24 degrees. I turned up the heat, like, maxed it out. I put on sweatpants, a T-shirt, and a sweater. And went to bed with that under my, like, three blankets. And I had, like, three blankets and a duvet on. And I was still, like, shivering. And I was like, okay. <coughs> this is not super sick. So. Well, it, a little bit. Well, it was, it was it was sick, but, like, not in a good way. So then I had to, yeah, get, I had to violate my nose. Um. <coughs> Did the old double whammy, just like you did. Fucking bars on bars, reds on reds, COVID on COVID. And I'm right. like, fuck, this is, this is dicks. So I continued to work that way the rest of the week at home, doing these presentations with COVID, tethering over my phone onto the mobile data because I did not have fucking internet right. all week. 
And then, like, one day I had the chills, which sucked, and I had a fever. And the next day, my body was sore. And then all of a sudden, one other day, like, all of a sudden, I lost my sense of taste and my sense of, like, everything started to smell like a tin can and my coffee tasted like shit. And I had some headaches and, like, it was weird. But, like, by day five, you know, it did suck. Like, the first few days did suck. Uh, like, everything was kind of fuzzy. But, like, towards the end, things started to get clearer. By day five, I tested negative. I uh, had some chest congestion for, like, another five days. But by t- day 10, I was I was good. But also during this, my fucking PlayStation started to not work properly because I thought it had needed an update or something. Maybe I think it was maybe because it just got connected off the Internet all fucked up. But anyways, so then my PlayStation stopped working. So the only thing that I had was my old Xbox 360, which was kind of sick. Actually, I played a bunch of Grand Theft Auto. It was kind of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I, but my Xbox could not play Blu-ray movies. And most of my movies or DVDs that I have are Blu-ray. Right. So like I'm like here in the fucking dark ages watching movies from like before Blu-ray times with an Xbox and, and no internet. And I'm just like, and COVID. And it was like, man, this is, this is dicks and asses. This sucks, you know? Uh, but yeah, week was all, and then I got better and all was good. And then, uh, so like 10 days later, fucking MTS finally gets to my house. Right. Mm-hmm. I should add that my PlayStation did also not needed an, uh, an update. And then I ended up having to initialize it and like lose all my saved data. So that was sick. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so by the time MTS actually gets to my house, he goes and he looks at my network and he's like, oh, that's weird. And he puts like, I guess it's called a toner. You put it on the line and it tells you what your number is. I don't know fucking know what that means. What your line number is. Who knows? <laughs> Turns out like I'm switched to a completely different network than what it was supposed to be. And then he goes outside and he goes to the cable box and somebody fucking straight up legitimately did cut my internet. So that guy, that fucking guy did actually cut it. And then he went down the road and then pulled it out of some other thing. So it looked, the guy fucking disconnected me. You just cut my internet for like 10 days. And it took me that long to get it fixed. And, and it was, after I yelled at him, hey, did you cut my internet? It was him being, oh, yeah, no, I definitely did. I would have. You know what said? He was like, nope. I would have hunted that motherfucker Like, I wish down. I would have known I would have had COVID. I wish I would have known I would have, because I would have went and spit right in that guy's face. <laughs> Not actually. Not actually. That would, that would actually be like a, probably like a massive crime. <laughs> but he was on my property and he cut my internet. <laughs> is that like a, is there like a, a, a like we have like new covid laws where like if you stand on your it's property probably you like have COVID? assault slash it's probably an assault or like possibly attempted murder yeah concerning i can imagine died from it i can imagine that, that so, that's where we're at after i said that i was like no maybe that wouldn't have been the play though but <laughs> in the context of the show it's hilarious um so your aces. So like five days after you got your internet back. Uh, I sorry. Well, let's start with the four the fourth day because the fourth day I feel I feel like in retrospect was the first sign. Uh, so I worked, and somebody had called into work, and I ended up doing like a thirteen hour day. So at the end of the shift, I my favorite. Oh yeah, it's it's it all it was it's been rough. Uh, but anyway, good jobs. <sighs> Good one, good one. Uh, 
I, I at the end of the day, my legs are fucking killing me. Like, but I'm just like chalking it up to the fact that it's the end of a 13 hour day, and I'm just probably stiff. As one would. As exactly. one would. Exactly. So I go home. I eat a couple of sandwiches. I go to bed. I'm tired. I and I'm always tired, but usually I'm I I I'm kind of a night owl, right? Like I'm up till two, three in the morning some nights, just watching a movie or playing a video game or whatever. Sometimes I just can't sleep. It's it's the nature of working in a kitchen. Because you work in a kitchen. Yeah. You're, you're essentially you're a vampire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, without all the cool shit. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> so. I wake up at uh, I go to bed I go right to bed, uh, and I wake up at five a.m. and I'm as you said, shivering my ass off, like so shivery, fucking cold. Shiver my timbers, yeah. Even it was the the coldest I have ever been, and my windows were all closed. It was hot, like it was a warm it was day. No Stow bank or anything in your yeah, house. Yeah, there's there's no, nothing nothing like that that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that could be uh, making me cold, but I'm shivering. And I didn't think, again, I just, I, I went to sleep because I am like have this like built-in mentality. Like, no, I have to work. I have to make money. I have to get to the end of the month. So I, um, I got to, I, so I kept waking up uh, every few hours. And every few hours, I had another symptom. My chest is all congested. I'm like, oh, that's not good. But you know what? I, I'm fine. I don't have COVID. Like stacked on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every few like, hours, like bacon, lettuce under tomato. Yeah. It, it was it was not good. So I woke up. My chest is congested. Congested. Uh, I wake up after that, and I have a headache, and I'm got a fever. I know I have a fever. I I didn't check. I didn't like temp- take check my temperature or anything like that. But I I know I have. I'm hot. <laughs> all of a sudden, after being so cold, I'm hot. Um. And again, I kept going, no, no, I have to go to work. I have to go to work. And then I went and made myself a cup of coffee. And I sat down and I started working on a podcast. It felt like shit. And I had a sip of that coffee. And I was like, oh, fuck. I can't taste that. And I drink my coffee super yeah. sweet. So, like, I I, oh, I, yeah. I see for it. me, like, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I drink my coffee, like black right right i know i remember that about you <laughs> remember i'd go get like the, the starbucks yes. like just a black straight split straight like black coffee and you're like i don't even know how you do that i'm like man it's good <laughs> um so i couldn't taste my coffee and that, at that point i'm like okay well so months prior when they started telling people that you could buy rapid tests at the pharmacy or not buy but they, they were available for free i went and got yes. a pack because i'm like you know what? Might as well have it, right? When in when in pandemic times, you get the thing to test for the pandemic, exactly. You know, so <laughs> I go and pull this motherfucker out, and I don't know how to fucking use it, but I know somebody who does. I know somebody who two weeks prior had COVID, so I give you a ring ding dingle, and why don't you walk me through the next process? Because uh, 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 well, basically, I essentially instructed you on how to rape your face yes. with a gigantic Q-tip. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. as we worked through it, um, you told me to point the camera towards the two tests that I did. And, uh, I believe you said, <laughs> yeah, I right. believe and as she... you were watching it climb, you were like, Oh, I've never seen it go up that fast. 
Uh, well, that's what she said. Also, yeah. But, uh, uh, def- well, definitely, definitely not. Uh, but regardless, uh, <laughs> regardless, uh, that motherfucker is supposed to take fifteen minutes to tell you you have COVID. In six minutes, I yeah, had COVID. It was like six fucking minutes. Yeah. It was like, nah, motherfucker. I'm you're the sick. same way too, man. Mine was the same way too. Like as soon as I could see that fucking eyedropper of death fucking climbing up that cotton swab or whatever and then just like turned immediately red i was like balls you know that's not cool no no and i did i did two at the same time and i watched both of them turn you know like a setting sun before my exactly eyes. exactly and- <laughs> it was it was like the and you know what sucks is i know what it was i know what it fucking was i wore that mask religiously for two and a half three years and as soon as they yeah. said, hey, you don't have to wear that mask at work anymore or in the store anymore. Like, I, I, I still wear it in the store, okay? Like, I'm I'm still not ready to, to, to give that up yet. For some reason. I'm fucking raw dog and oxygen you're just fucking, like fucking every day. You're just out there fucking. I'm just. <laughs> like licking countertops, man. You know? We're back. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that bread. You know? <laughs> Whatever people say. I um, I, I but at work <laughs> that's at, referring to buying bulk buns. That's what that means. The only place without it, a mask. The only place that ever bothered me was at work because I work on a goddamn grill. So six hundred yeah. degrees in this fucking cloth mask on my face. Like, nah, Dude. not ideal. And in the summer in Ontario, goddamn, it gets hot. Goddamn. I was doing that like when I was doing my physiotherapy and like I started to do like really intense exercises and I had a cloth mask on and like I was fucking sweating through the mask. Yeah. It was like an hour and a half and I basically my physio towards the end was I went to the physiotherapist and she basically like kicked my ass for an hour and made me do <laughs> which was good like which is good but she was getting me doing like I still do them now actually like single leg hamstring curls on a stability ball. So, like, you lay, lift your leg, your body up with one leg, and then you, like, curl the stability ball in. And, like, like just shit like yeah. that. But it was, like, soaking wet, like, through it. And it was like I was getting waterboarded, like, my entire <laughs> exercise. Like, it's like I'm waterboarding myself with my own sweat, going up this agility ladder, like. And it's, like, suctioning into my face. Like. <laughs> best shape of your life. I wish we did a video that podcast. Fucking that fucking Sean T. Is, is going to live with me forever. Take that, Sean T. <laughs> Show you the real insanity. Oh, my God. Okay, so it was that, though. I took my mask off at work. And a week, two weeks later, I had COVID. So that's how easy that's it is, folks. That's how we, but so my, my, so the rest of that, though, that day. Folks who probably all now have had it. What's that? I'm sure everybody's. Had oh, at this point, I'm sure. It, like, like I, I don't know about some, but uh, I, I know they're still. Actually, I know they're still because Kyle, uh, has not had it yet. Which is probably good because his his roommate is his brother who's diabetic, so probably should avoid that as best as possible. Uh, but no. Um, I mean, if you can, like, all I'm saying is that if I could have had the choice to have COVID and not have COVID, I would have took option two, which would be not have COVID. Right. <laughs> No, my, my but the the rest of my week though, like, I the first day, the first three days, I was just like, I I walked to the bathroom to take a piss, and I walked back, and I'm like, all right, I gotta take like a four hour nap now because that was too much energy. Fuck, I slept like, like, well. Oh, I slept 
that, a lot. That, that, that's the fucked up part. COVID sleep. So, like, and I don't, this has never been fucking talked about, I don't think. But I'm going to fucking break some fucking science shit here. <coughs> Let me, here, I got to write this down. We're fucking pioneering shit. <laughs> We're not pioneering anything, trust me. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, first, the Friday night, I'm, I, I'm video chatting with Kyle. And we're we're and, and or not even video chat. We're just on Zoom and no no video. We're 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 building our our uh, wrestling thing that we're we're doing on YouTube and, and that everyone should check out. Um, but regardless, um, we're doing that and we're just. I feel like I'm, we're just having a normal conversation, and then we're watching some of the our our work. Or we're watching some matches of of the characters we're created, we've created, and then I just I'm gone, like no no feeling tired, just gone. I was just there, and then I was gone, and, and then you were sleeping. Yeah, and I was sleeping, and I and I woke up the next day, and, and Kyle had sent me a text going, "I'm assuming you fell asleep," and I was like, "I must have. I don't remember feeling any sort of because I had been sleeping on and off all day, so like I didn't feel tired, but I was gone. But the next day was the funniest." Because I was on, again, I was on a call with a friend from Winnipeg. We were watching the UFC fights. He's like, you got COVID. Let's watch the fights. I was like, okay, well, I'll try. So we're watching the fights. And I, it's a rough, still a rough day. Um, and <laughs> again, I'm just gone all of a sudden. We're in the middle of a conversation and I'm just gone. But this time yeah. I'm snoring. And because my chest is so congested, all my buddy hears on the other end is, <gasps> and he's on the other end going, Ryan, Ryan, what's going on? <laughs> That's funny. And did you wake up? I, he eventually realized I was snoring. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was some fucking it, it was a fun time. Need, needless to say, uh, no, no, I would definitely choose not to have it. Uh, anybody who can get who isn't vaccinated, uh, do it because uh, honestly, Science. I do not want to know what that would have been like unvaccinated. Like I said, like that's that was fucking rough. I haven't been sick in like three and a half years because, like, again, I've been wearing the mask. I've been do- keeping away from people. I don't have any life. Outside of working and and doing and running this channel, so like, yeah. there's no there's no way for me to have gotten COVID. But as soon as I turned and and, and you know what I'll say after I went back to work, I tested positive or sorry I tested negative after five days, um and then two more times later that week, so I definitely don't have COVID. Um, because you've been working like this entire well time, yeah so that's cool. Um. <laughs> I put that mask back I on. What... I put that mask back on at work, though. I'm not. I I know that there's that 90 day you can't get sick or whatever they say. I don't trust that. We don't know anything about this virus yet. <laughs> like we've been. I don't shit about fuck. No. So like fuck it. I put the mask back on at work. I don't care. Like I, I I'm gonna you know be as safe as possible. Not just for me. I have a son. Like I I'm gonna look out for his best interest too. Right. Like. Um, oh, absolutely. And for me, I don't, I don't really care because, like, fuck it. Like, what happens? Uh, just because that's just my outlook. I don't have, obviously, kids or family. I live by myself. So if I get COVID again, what do I do? I'll just stay at home for five days. Right. Like, like violate my nose and, you know, drink some soup or eat a cup of tea. Uh, but I found what really helped me was on day two. I just took, like, 
like five or six like ivermectin. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm, uh, I didn't I'm see just, that like, coming. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what really what really happened though is like I went to bed uh, with this on day two. I went to bed with my sweatpants and like the same amount of layers and stuff that I did the day before, mm-hmm. but with not really much of a fever. Like I was maybe a bit warm where the day before I had a fever and chills where maybe now I was just a bit warm, but I didn't want to wake up in the middle of the night with shivers and chills and be cold and stuff like that. Right. So I got extra dressed and I turned up the heat and threw an extra blanket just in case I fucking woke up in the morning, man. I had, I fucking slept so soundly. I, sw- I think I'm pretty sure I'm 90% sure I sweat out COVID-19. Yeah, I, the, the, cause I, the, every sleep, every sleep, mm-hmm. I, I woke up in a puddle because I'm a, I'm a sleep sweater. It, it's, it's one thing that oh, man, like, me too. It's, if I ever find somebody, gross. if I ever find somebody that wants to be with me, despite all the, the things that are, <laughs> The sleep sweat. You'll never be cold, but you might be fucking slippery because, <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. You know, you ever wake? <laughs> you know when you lay on your back and you get like there's this in between in your chest and then your sternum. There's like a little yes. dent. Yeah, I fucking woke up before with like a puddle of sweat in it. That's like that's intense. It's like when. As as fucks up, man. I don't sleep long, and I do not sleep often. But when I do, I get serious about it. Like I stop breathing for five hours. Uh, <laughs> That's not healthy. Wake up five and a half. Wake up five and a half hours later, <laughs> covered in sweat. <laughs> but no. So I went to bed with all these clothes on, and I literally sweat out. I'm pretty sure I sweated out because like my sheets were wet underneath me. I had a t-shirt and a sweater and sweatpants on. My sweat, I had sweat through my sweatshirt. It was like tacky. I almost, I thought I was gonna have to cut it off. (laughs) Like, uh, I didn't know how to get out of there. Like, (laughs) I just go to the shower now or like, but hey, I started to feel a whole lot better after that. So, no, if you get it, take about seven or eight NyQuil, you know, or whatever the box says. Don't listen to me. I'm not a doctor. One, one, maybe two. I don't know. Take a couple NyQuil, slam a bunch of water. Yeah. And Gatorade, Powerade, whatever keeps the your your body doing the thing it does. Water, all, all those things. Uh, I did. I, 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 I'm great. I like. I'm a smoker. You know how hard it was to I fight those cravings. Dude, I smoked so much weed with COVID nineteen. Uh, oh no 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 no! <laughs> like I, I I I I discovered the weed store delivers with COVID nineteen. Yeah, and you can get a vape pen or edibles and stuff. Yeah, like that. just, 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 and it's down the street from me. Like the guy, I literally, he knocked on the door, he dropped off my package, and okay. he was, he had walked to to about the stairs at the top of the stairs, which is far more than six feet. And I opened my door and grabbed it, and he and he looked back and said, "I didn't realize you were so close." And I said, "I'm, I'm sick. I'm not lazy." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but honestly, good. no, Advil Tylenol uh, didn't do anything for me. The vape pen helped. I, I did take NyQuil, though, which helped me sleep. Like, NyQuil helped oh, I, I don't actually. I don't have I, I don't think and I've ever taken NyQuil. NyQuil and uh, Buckley's Original. You just mix and shit, eh? Just getting the tonics out. The Buckley's, man, I just drink it out of the... Con- I just drink uh, it out of the... Yeah, I, 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 I feel like without even knowing that, I knew that about you. 
Yeah. And you, the thing about it is, like, Buckley's, I don't, have you ever had it? Uh, a few times. It's, I mean, like, yeah. it, uh, it's, I, I stand by it. It works. It, it, it does its job, but uh, it's fucking brutal. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like somebody took a tablespoon of Vicks Vapor Rub and melted it in the microwave. Yes. That's what fucking Vicks tastes like. When I was a kid, the first time I had it, I, it was like wintertime, and I was like in my underwear in the kitchen. My dad's like, here, take some of this, and like tried to give me like a spoonful. I literally ran outside in like three steps and puked in the snow bank. In my <laughs> underwear. Like, it was not good. And now I'm just like, yeah, fucking get that bread. Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I find, I think probably over time you drink enough terrible booze. Like we talk about all the time, like, you know, we, Dude, me and you, we have a holiday called fucking Jaeger's yeah, Eve. <laughs> yeah, we do. What does that say? We do. Uh, it, it, well, I mean, it, it, I think we, I think Jaeger is one of those ones that I appreciate for, for the, uh, Oh fuck it! I don't care. Um, moving, moving on though. <laughs> moving clear on. We've been we've been talking about COVID for forty minutes, and that's great. Um, Johnny Depp. Yeah, you're gonna have to enlighten me about this. Okay, so I know you you're not a you don't follow Hollywood. <laughs> so there is obviously what looks like a divorce case with him and is it Amber Heard? Yes. Um, it's not a divorce case. They've already been divorced. It's a defamation case. So he, she did it, uh, an interview in some UK tabloid um, and called him a wife beater. Not Didn't name him, but everyone knew who she was married to. He subsequently lost Pirates of the Caribbean, the Fantastic Beasts movie, the, the Harry Potter spinoff, whatever, um, all this stuff. So he's suing her for $50 million. Um, yeah, I guess he hasn't really been in much lately. No, he he has pretty much been dropped. Um, now this case is so fucking, it's brutal. So here's my thing. Um, I understand that abuse can happen on both sides, um, but this guy has like full on said that he struck this woman. Now, there's been a lot of evidence to suggest that it probably was more than just him whatever um and also she has you know come out and they both basically came out and said they beat the shit out of each other um it's crazy like every day there it more happens so the last few days has been a lot of just her come like a lot of audio tapes and whatever of them fighting <coughs> And she sounds just like a terrible person. And he doesn't sound much Who has better. those? Celebrities, I guess. Who just has tapes? Of, like, <laughs> if you were fighting with your significant other, like, you're not just going to be like, good thing I have this underneath the table here. Him. Like, what? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, they've had their therapist come out and say that she was the one who started the physical fights. And it's just like, it's insane. So today, a bunch of texts were released that made Johnny look really bad because it sounds like, you know, he, he, he just, regardless, it, reg, you know what? I'm just going to make my point. My point is, is that a couple of years ago, the Me Too movement happened in Hollywood. 
And it was a movement that needed to happen. And it was absolutely justified. And everybody who went down for doing the shit that they did uh, deserved it. However, it's funny to me that Johnny Depp goes on trial in a situation where he is being painted in uh, not a good light for, and, and has come out and said that he was physical with this woman. And, you know, there's a bunch of evidence suggesting that he was more than physical. He was, you know, obviously under the influence of drugs and alcohol. A lot of the time th their wedding apparently was just drugs, booze and whatever. Like it was just a, a Hollywood party that delved into a lot of ecstasy. Which is insane. So, okay. So, most weddings are not like that. No. No, definitely not. This yeah. is Johnny Depp's wedding, though. So, everyone was on ecstasy. I know. This fucker. Um, Ow, my knee. I just fucking snacked my knee on my goddamn desk. Christ. Sorry. Surgery number three. No, no. I just heard. I just... Continue. So, anyway, a bunch of, a bunch of texts came out today suggesting that he's not a good guy. But my whole thing, like I said, is this whole Me Too movement happened. Women gathered together and did the right thing. They they confronted these asshole guys who, you know, did wrong, did them wrong in, in whatever situation, you know, that, that presented itself. Um, however, you find it funny that all these women are coming out in support of Johnny Depp and saying that he was the one who was being abused and whatever, and he didn't really do anything, and blah, 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 blah. And he's admitted to hitting this woman. And I'm like, if this guy was not one of the sexiest men in the world, like, if this guy was not Johnny Depp, if it was fucking, like, Tom Arnold, or, or if this was... Give me a fucking ugly actor. John C. Riley. If this was Will Ferrell, there would not be any support for this person, or at least this level of support. I'm I'm not saying that Johnny Depp wasn't done wrong in this relationship with his ex-wife, but what I am saying is that I feel like us jumping all on his back and going, "This guy was the one in the wrong, and and she did she didn't or she was the one who abused him." It's kind of fucking ridiculous. It's kind of fucking ridiculous. Like, there was a text released today that he said that he wanted to fuck her uh, burned corpse in a, in a text exchange with him and another actor. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know if I would say that to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just so, me, but I... they're not married anymore? No. They're, they've been divorced for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Regardless, um, so d what's your reaction to this? That's fucked up. You know, I think it takes, especially when we talk about it in this situation. Oh, I don't know. It's so fucked up, man. I, you shouldn't be hitting anybody. No, nobody. Right? At the end of the day, nobody should hit anybody. And you're right. Like it's not a matter of your gender. It's a matter of what is is you know the use your words and you know you don't have they don't have to be terrible either but use your words i was just thinking it's like ridiculous like how much attention this this something like this gets 
I did I did watch that one there was like one thing like on like fucking Instagram reels where like every time Johnny Depp tried to say something the guy was like hearsay hearsay your honor that's hearsay that's hearsay and like just like did you watch that no apparently this whole like, trial is available on court TV that's insane yeah, like to me man I can't like that's insane to me this is all on television and don't get me wrong I might check some of this shit out <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's there's it's popping up in social yeah media exactly it's kind of I really know anything it, it's about all it. over my fucking Facebook and I'm not like clicking on articles or anything like that and I, I you know while I've talked about it you know and I know my phone's always fucking listening because it's fucking that's the world it's, that's all we're gonna get now from now for the rest of the week that's all we're getting now is Johnny Depp shit <laughs> okay so staying in Hollywood the Oscars happened. Now I know you've seen. I know you know about this because Pete's been talked to death. I I understand that that this is coming out at the end of April, but we only do this once a month. So, DK, the slap heard around the world. Will Smith, firstly, the the slap that moved mountains. This slap (laughs) was one of the most monumental moments in Oscar history. For the wrong reasons, of course, but so I'll run, I'll run us through this situation. So Chris Rock comes out to present the best (coughs) documentary film award. And, um, he makes a joke at Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith's expense. The joke in at hand was, um, Jada, love ya. Can't wait for GI Jane three or two. Now Jada is, uh, does not have any hair. Um, and she did not obviously like this joke, but Will Smith, may I just say, seemed to think this was pretty fucking funny when this joke first landed. He did it first. He did it first. And then I'll bet you anything. He looked over at Jada and saw that she was pissed off about it. And I don't know what's going on in Will Smith's head. And I know that he's had a a biography come out and, and he's talked about how he's always felt like a coward. And, and I get that. But, uh, this guy then stands up goes on stage and Chris Rock just stands there like, oh, uh oh. And then Will Smith proceeds to bitch slap the fuck out of Chris Rock. And then Chris like straight arm. Yeah. Full hand slap. Like full on. Like you heard this motherfucker. (laughs) You heard it. It was well mic'd. Um, This is a week before WrestleMania. (laughs) Um, That's what what he was really getting ready for. And then walked off the stage with a bit of a smirk on his face. And then Chris Rock proceeded to say live on television, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And then (laughs) Will Smith then sparked up and went, keep my fucking wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then he screamed that one more time, which Chris Rock was like, I will. I will. All right. Presented the award like a fucking professional, like a professional. Holy fuck, man. Like, you get your fucking face slapped on live television, and you fucking finish the segment? Yeah. You, what a fucking man he is. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, then, of course, <laughs> we'll get into the, the aftermath of this, but what's your initial reaction to this? Because, like, this was huge. This dominated the news. It's still in the news, for fuck's sakes. Man, like, that came out of fucking nowhere. And don't get me wrong, I was not watching Oscars. No, 
don't really care. I almost wonder if it's almost like a pyramid scheme because nobody really watches the Oscars anymore. But um, that's a bit over the top, I would say. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. Two, that was the last person that I would have guessed to have slapped anybody, let alone Chris Rock on front of stage. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't assume that that would be in Will Smith's character. So there was that. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but Jada was also laughing pretty good after he slapped yeah. him. And, and, and it kind of... It's kind of like a segue from the previous conversation where it's like, what kind of relationships are these people living? <sighs> yeah. Well. And why do they think it's okay? I'll put it to you this way. That joke could have been a fucking hell of a lot worse considering everything that's come out about them with her having an affair with a much, much younger rapper and while they were separated yeah. and all that. That could have been a way worse joke. And I feel like that was a real softball joke. That maybe she didn't like because she's come out and said that she's got alopecia, which is a a, a, a disease that makes yeah. you lose your hair. And, and, and I get that. that For yeah. a woman, that can be a struggle. But God damn it, you're a fucking celebrity and it's a comedian. Like, that is their job. Their job is to go up to the line and step over it. And if that, that joke doesn't land, they step back and they refigure that shit out. But that joke landed with everyone, including her husband. And he paid the price of having being humiliated on television. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go come out and say that Will Smith should not have won the Oscar for Best Actor after that. He won the Oscar later that night and sat on the or stood on that stage and was like, "I'm a river of love. I'm a I'm a vessel of love." You slap the shit out of somebody on live television an hour before. How are you going to sit there and tell me you're a yeah. vessel of love? That's, like that's and right. then of course he, he the next day he apologizes um over Instagram or whatever the fuck it was um Chris Rock has not come out and said anything about this yet um he's uh, the only thing he is uh, the, old, the there's been a recording from his first cuz I will say Chris Rock's um next tour went on sale the next day it tripled in sales that the last one did yeah. um so this guy's reaping all the benefit of this. He came out on stage and he said, I had a whole fucking hour written for this night before the weekend. Then my weekend happened. And then he just said, I'm not going to talk about it uh, right now. Uh, but when I do, it's going to be funny. It's going to be honest. And I'm going to get fucking paid. And good for that guy. I can I I imagine the next time Chris Rock appears on Netflix, we're gonna have a lot more to say about this. But uh, yeah, I don't feel like and so. Subsequently, all this this led to Will Smith is now resigned from the Academy, which means he can no longer vote for the Oscars. And then the Oscar or the, the the Academy itself has banned him from appearing at the Oscars for the next ten years. Um. That's that's crazy, actually. Like it, he can still be nominated. Why wouldn't he just get charged with assault, though? Well, Chris Rock didn't want to press charges. Yeah, this is one of those situations where I feel like he's being the bigger person, and it's gonna benefit him. And I'm glad because I, I was really, 
I, I don't get me wrong. Initially, I was like, "What the fuck? This is some jackass shit. Like, what is going on here?" Um, and all those people who oh, were yeah. like, "This is fake. This is fake." Like, no, it's not fake. But I'll guarantee you one thing, though. I'll guarantee you the people who look at the ratings for the Oscars went the next day when the ratings came out. They went, "God damn it! Next year, someone's getting shot." Like this is we gotta up our game here. Yeah, like, at least at least at least two people are getting slapped next yeah, year. Absolutely. At least. <laughs> Best actor gets shot in the leg and he has to accept the award bleeding out on stage. Now you're in the cast. <laughs> um Did you know that that's what people mean when they say break a leg? It's it's when they like when you're going for audition, it's so that you end up in the cast. Get it? If you broke your leg, you'd be wearing a cast. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So tell me, kind of dumb though. T- tell me, DK, about the Blizzard of the Century, which we got that got so much news coverage that I knew about it. You know, so fuck. It, first of all, it's like April. What was it, was it ninth or tenth? No, it's fifteen, sixteen. Uh, yeah, like Easter weekend, Easter long weekend, right? Let me get up and fucking look at the phone and it says, it says like almost verbatim, uh, Winnipeg blizzard, extreme blizzard warning, potential to be the blizzard of the century. That's what it's saying social media, okay? Everybody and their mom for the last two years have been fucking fear mongered into something. So what do you think happens? People go absolutely fucking shit balls crazy and buy like there were grocery stores, man, they fucking cleaned right out. They just bought everything. People because when you went to the onto the, the weather network it said extreme blizzard warning, storm has the potential to be the worst blizzard potential to be the worst blizzard in centuries. Make sure you stock up on medications, necessary supplies, and be prepared to be without power. God damn. This this felt like a natural fucking disaster. Fucking people went out. People went out and fucking bought like 15 jugs of milk and yeah, jugs not bags, you weird fucks in Ontario. <laughs> and then uh, but like people went and bought generators and fucking a bunch of fuel and it was like what the hell and, and then and then it finally snowed, right? And yeah, it wasn't nice out, and like they closed down all the highways. And yeah, you know what they probably should have, but fucking two days of snow. And yeah, it was heavy and it was sucked. And my snowboard didn't want to do it. You showed me a picture of you after you you shoveled the snow. You looked like you. I thought oh, you were at like, the gym. You thought I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> what did I say? But I said, no, I sent that to my buddy, and well, I can't remember what he said. He said, shovel snow. I'm like, nope, just took a big poop, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, at the end of the day, it wasn't any worse than any other storm we've had all winter long. Yeah, I and, yeah. I kind of feel like I predicted that. Like, Well, not predicted it, but when I saw that everyone was fucking 
closing down the hatches. And I, I'd been communicating with you about this storm and my mother as well. They were canceling schools and fucking can't closing stores and I, like fucking shutting down all the highways like before it even started snowing. And, and like, fuck, pump the brakes. I feel like now that COVID has happened and the world has been in a um, like modern natural disaster for this long of a time that we're just extra cautious with everything. Like, I feel like, like you said, no one needed to go out of their way to fucking stock up on anything. It was just a normal storm that everyone survived. <coughs> but the news fucking came out and said it was the storm of the century, or it was going to be the storm of the century. What did you say? Like, North Dakota was supposed to get 100 centimeters of snow? 112 centimeters. Did they? Apparently. I don't know. Probably not. If they did, we didn't fucking get any of it. But the thing with these Colorado lows, too, is they're spinning so quickly, they're hard to predict on where they're going to end up going. Right. Um, but needless to say, apparently it wasn't that, uh, wasn't all that it chalked up to be. We got a little bit no, of snow. at Like, we got, the other night, uh, all of a sudden, like you said, the emergency warnings pop up on your phone. Snowfall coming. And in Ontario, everyone takes that shit, like, way too seriously. Like, way too serious. It's like, okay, so some snow is coming. So at one point, I go outside for, at work or for a smoke break, and it's raining. It's it's snowing, but it's, as soon as it hits the ground, it's melting. And I woke up the next day, and I was like, oh, look, there's some snow. Look, there's some snow. And then by the time I left for work, uh, the snow was gone. So, so you don't have any snow in Ontario right now? We got nothing. Have you checked everywhere? It's raining like, right now. Fuck you. <laughs> My mom came out to Ontario in January once, and she was sitting outside having a smoke, and there was she could see the grass. We're, we're supposed to get more snow this weekend. You know that, eh? That's insane. That's insane. I know that— like, so, I'm supposed to be fucking turkey hunting this weekend. I'm making snowmen. Well, you can do both. Perhaps it could be like a good lure, like make a snow turkey. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I love it. Okay, so DK, the Batman. Not just any Batman. He's the Batman. So this movie, uh, you saw it in theaters. Yeah, this is the first movie I've seen in theaters like since fuck years, man. I think the last movie that I saw in theaters was actually Avengers Endgame. Wow, I didn't see that in theaters. No, I did. I did. Actually, when, no, I did. When, when, when did that come out? I'm going to check. Like 2018, 2017? Yeah. April 26, 2019. So six months pre-COVID. April, May, June, July, August, September. Oh, wait. No, this was like kind of around when. No, like almost one year before COVID. Because COVID was like what? March? March 13th. Are you still there? I'm here. We're here. Oh. 
Okay, yeah. So yeah, that was the last movie that I had seen in theaters. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so this, this is the first time I've been in a movie theater since then. And let me tell you about it. It was kind of enjoyable, actually. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about seeing movies in movie theaters is there's other people there, though. Yeah. 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 That's kind of why I was as happy as I was that this movie came out at the beginning of March, and by mid-April, it was on Crave. Yes. And I I couldn't be happier about that. So here's my thing. I talked about this with a friend uh, a few, uh, like about a week ago. It, it seems to be that's the way movies are going. Like, if it's not going to... And, like, this movie, I feel like, probably made some fucking coin. Like, I feel like the, all superhero movies at this point do, right? But because... Man, remember when all that kind of stuff was... Uh, when, when liking, like, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars... Like, when remember when you liked that? You were, like, a nerd? Yeah, oh, yeah. And, like, Nerds are in now, you, man. And now it's, like, all the cool stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah. And... No, so this movie comes out on 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 Crave. So wh- let let's let's talk about it. Like, what did you think of the Batman? Um, in and and compare it to other Batman movies. I'd like. Have you seen them all? I have a feeling that we're doing Batman after we're done James Bond. Oh, we're God. watching all the Batman yeah, movies. I think that might be that might be how we do it. But like, let's let's like <laughs> in comparison to other Batman movies. How'd you feel about this one? <clears throat> I liked it. I liked that it was different, actually, because m- most Batman movies and, like, I kind of really like the Christian Bale, actually, Batman. I really do. Uh, I-, I know he's not a lot of people's favorite, but I really like him. Um, This was kind of like a mix between that one and the Ben Affleck Batman and a little bit in a way, too. But what I liked about Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, or whomever, who was the director again? Uh, Matt Reeve. Matt Reeve's Batman. Um, is that this movie kind of focused more so on Batman himself. And less on the Bruce Wayne character. Right. And I think a lot of people griped uh, on that, but I didn't have a problem with that. Actually, I enjoyed yeah. that. I, uh, it was one of the things that I liked a lot about the movie. I also really liked the way that he was kind of, like, depicted as a hero. And, like, you, I like how you also saw that, like, like that one morning, like, he wakes up and he just looks like hell. Like his just eyes are black from like face paint and not sleeping and his body's all beat up and like he's got this fucking weird like shit eating fucking haircut and you're like, Man, this guy's seen some stuff, right? Actually, apparently Robert Pattinson picked actually used Kurt Cobain as a, a reference for the Batman character. Yes. Uh, apparently that was Matt Reeves' directive, is he wanted a Kurt Cobain Bruce Wayne. And when I first heard oh, okay. that, I was like, what? Like, that doesn't seem right at all. But it worked for me. It totally worked. It did. It did. And I thought I could really see that, too. When you think, when you thought about it, I could really see that. Also, the soundtrack was sick yes. with the Nirvana. And there was also, like, a bunch of classical music in there and stuff, too. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, Colin Farrell disappeared into the Penguin. Like... That yes. you would have never been able to convince me that was Colin Farrell. 
No. Like, that was incredible. He, he was so good. And I'm so excited for the Penguin series that's coming after this. Oh, really? Yes. So, uh, with, with Colin Farrell? Yes. It's, it's, it's literally a spinoff of this movie. Um, and oh, and apparently we are getting a trilogy out of this as well, um, which is going to potentially involve uh, character or villains such as Mr. Freeze, oh. Hush, uh, the Calendar Man of all villains. Sure, whatever. Mm. If, if you could make the Calendar Man dark, do it. You made the Riddler. Two-Face, obviously. Yeah, they kind of foreshadowed Two-Face, I feel like, in this movie. Yeah. But one thing I will say, yeah. I thought the Riddler character was that was a different different because I whenever I think of the Riddler, Riddler, I think of the Jim Carrey Riddler. Yes, I, and and that's and I think everyone is gonna compare the two. And and on top of that, you, you also have like just the you have the video games, you have all the, <coughs> the and this was a very different Riddler. Now I'm not opposed to that. Keep in mind though too, keep in mind though too, we have several different versions of the Penguin. Yep. Right, we have many different versions of Batman. We have equal amounts of different versions of Catwoman and the Joker as we well. We have and the Joker as well, and we have quite a few different versions of uh, like Alfred too, right? Oh yeah. How many different versions of the Riddler do we have? Just the three, I think. Really, if you're talking about on yeah. screen, you got the old '60s uh, show. You've got Jim Carrey, and you've like got this like one. the Riddler show, like not the movie, like the the Batman the show. Series. But it, there was a movie too. But regardless, the, if you you're talking about on screen right. Riddlers, we've had that one, Jim Carrey, and this guy, Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah. So like we don't really have, we're not used to change with that character a whole no. lot. Um, uh, people have compared this movie to Seven. Have you seen Seven? No. You've never seen Seven with with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh my, DK! You have to watch. That's a Batman movie. That's a Batman movie where Morgan Freeman is Batman, Brad Pitt is Robin, and Kevin Spacey is the Riddler. <laughs> Dude, I've not seen that. Oh my god, you've got to see that movie. You've oh, so people have compared it to that movie. Um, okay. This for me was like. It was a cop movie. It wasn't necessarily a Batman movie. It kind of was, yeah. It, 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 because, like, he did a lot of detective work, and, and a lot more than he's done in other Batman movies, especially some of those 90s ones where it was very campy and whatever. Um, I will say, there were, uh, there were uh, like, I listened to a couple of reviews, and there were, I had a hard time watching it because my internet was cutting out constantly, so I am going to watch it again. And you're you're right. After James Bond's over, I think Batman's next, um, and that'll be a, a much. Well, let's do Batman in, in in order. Yes, Batman through the years. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, but I but I liked it. I and you know what? I was also I was also I really liked I liked the uh, Catwoman was great. I liked the imagery. Catwoman was like not great. I liked the imagery, like just like the way the movie was shot and the color yep. and the tone of the whole a movie itself. A little dark. That's that's all I'm saying is like brighten up those cameras a little bit, because like I was I was trying to watch it on my on my TV in, in my office, <coughs> and then I tried to watch it on the TV in my living room, and it was equally dark. Um, casting was fantastic. 
Everybody played their role perfectly. Jim Gordon, fantastic. Uh, I think it's Jeffrey Ryan who played him. Fantastic. Batman was great. Catwoman was great. Paul Dano was great as the Riddler. Uh, John Taruto, Taruko, who played uh, uh, Carmine Falcone, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. The scene where he's telling it, where he's lying to him about what happened to his father, like, that was... Right. It, and, and also, Alfred, played by Andy Serkis, who is not- notable for, like, uh, roles of, like, Smeagol or Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Um, that That's Alfred. Yes, that's that's who he is. Yeah. I was just I was literally just looking up Alfred right here. Hang on. Yeah, you're right. Andy Serkis. I was uh He's Caesar in the Planet of the Apes. He was movies. also in he was also the main the main villain in Black Panther. Yes. Yes. Um but yeah, first of all, John Trello, yeah, he did such a great job and I was laughing too. I kept on thinking, you know, if he was going to be looking for some uh what are those RTEs or whatever he was calling like the Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, that's the most recent character I remember him as, and Addy Serkis, uh, I was unsure as to how he was gonna do the whole Alfred character, but he tr- he did a, did a pretty good job. Not a lot of Alfred in this movie, and I feel like the the, the one thing, the couple of things that people complained about, um, Batman doesn't knock on the villain's door. Do you remember the scene where Batman knocks on the door to the Carmine Falcone's club and the two twins open the door, the two twins, uh, twin henchmen open the door and he's like, do you know who I am? Well, he did. I didn't even, he didn't even disguise his voice. Do you know who I am? Yeah, you're the Batman. I want to talk to Carmine Falcone. He's not here. And then he kicks his way in. He he gets, or I think he, he wants to talk to the penguin. Sorry. Um, and he gets to the penguin. He talks to the penguin. Whatever. <laughs> a couple scenes later, Bruce Wayne shows up at this same hideout, and he looks at the guy and goes, "Do you know who I am?" And now, if I was that henchman, I'd be like, "Hmm, that guy sounds an awful lot like Batman, who came here like a couple days ago and said the exact same thing as soon as I opened the fucking door." <laughs> yeah, he still got the bandages on his face. Yeah, exactly. He, he looks like he's been beat up. It's Bruce Wayne, obviously, but still. And uh, people complained uh, that it, it just it, overall it didn't feel like a Batman movie. Um, I, I don't know. Like I, I thought it was great. Honestly, I thought it was one of the. I for me, it's my favorite Batman movie. I think that I, I've seen. Oh yeah. Like I put it, I put it above the Dark Knight. I do. Uh, I think that we need to get more modern with this. And and while I think people also complained about the fact that we're still doing Batman in the real world and we should do Batman in the DC world. And I'm kind of like, fuck that. No, I, I want to see real life Batman. I don't want to see a campy version of, you know, whatever happened in the 90s. Marvel exists. Right. Marvel exists in the real world. I'm not saying we don't we have to kill places like Gotham and Metropolis and and. Uh, whatever, but make them exist in the world. And I'm okay with that. Right. I, I don't think that we don't have to be so real life with these characters. I think that makes it more intriguing at this point. So I'm, I, I think I liked it. Be, I liked it because it was different. Yeah, I, it was. It was very different than every other Batman movie. And we'll talk about that when we get into a full review. But like, good movie. Really good movie. And I would suggest that anybody who has Crave, Go check that shit out. 
Oh, I hi- highly recommend it. Like, uh, yeah, it was great. I would. I'm. I saw that. Actually, I saw it on there. I'm like, I want to watch. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, like, absolutely, for sure. Um, DK, I think. I think it's about time. Getting there, eh? Yeah. It's getting there. The old James Bond, Jameson Bondson reviews. Eh? Yeah, buddy. I think. Uh, I I think it so, it would be helpful. Yeah. Um, number one, actually. Uh, we're going to talk about You Only Live Twice first. Uh, this was a um, Sean Connery Bond film. It was his last, or not his last Bond film, but the one that he said was going to be his last. Then uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service happened. Um, George Lazenby didn't come back, and Sean Connery did one more with the Broccoli family, and then he did one in the 80s, with a different company where he played James Bond. And we'll, we'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. Um, but and it's funny. Cause I think there was actually a, I noticed a little bit of similarities between the two also as well. Um, even though they were very different. Yes. Yes. There, there was, de- it was cause I believe, uh, the spy who loved me was Roger Moore's first. Right. So I think yeah. you're, you're definitely right in a sense that like there was still some of the, the old James Bond, Sean Connery trope happening in that one. But uh, this screenplay was done by Roald Dahl, who did Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, James the Giant Peach, the big fucking giant, or the big friendly giant. Uh... <laughs> big fucking giant. I'm sorry. I've always you friendly. You mean that that cartoon? It, like no, like the story, the original story that uh, spawned the cartoon. James and the Giant okay. Peach. He wrote all those all those great books. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He did the screenplay for uh, You Only Live Twice. That's interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Um, he, he's <laughs> he was noted to be somebody who may have been a tad racist. Um, yeah, you know, you didn't even notice. Um, joking. I thought that was like when we went, why turn this one on? Like when we went to go and watch it before the credits, before any of that kind of stuff, there was like literally a disclaimer that came up and said, this video, like, you know, may not be, I don't know. It basically said this video is highly offensive and racist and sexist. So just buckle up. Yeah. That's basically what it said. Oh my like, God. And, and yeah, and, we, it, and it was that. We talked about this on the last James Bond review where we watched one uh, one of the other movies, uh, Live and Let Die. And we, we said that that was the most racist one we had ever seen at, at that point. Uh, that has been topped. That that has been topped and then like, some. Um, like immediately. Yeah, before like the movie the fucking started. This movie. Before the movie started, like you said, that disclaimer was enough to be like, nah, this, this one's... This one's worse. Trust us. Trust yeah, us at yeah. Grave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because like, like this one, this one is is based actually mostly in in Japan. Yeah. And he starts off and he's making out with this Asian woman, uh, who's I believe well, turns out to be like some kind of double agent, and he's just sort of like. Why do Asian girls taste different? And I was like, what? Like, within the first five minutes of the movie? Like, what the hell is happening here? And then he dies, like, within the first five minutes. Yeah. So she flips up the bed. He gets shot a whole bunch of times. And then he dies. 
The summary for this one, just quick, on IMBD says that during the Cold War, American and Russian spacecrafts go missing, leaving each superpower believing the other is to blame. As the world teeters on the brink of nuclear war, British intelligence learns that one of the craft has landed in the Sea of Japan. After faking his own death, secret agent James Bond, Sean Connery, <laughs> is sent to investigate in Japan. He's aided by Tiger Tanaka and a beautiful Aki who helped him uncover a sinister global conspiracy. So, Dylan Blofeld, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of fucking funny a little bit, this one. Um, basically, what's happening is the British and Americans, or Britain, Britain is like launching a spacecraft and they just keep going missing. And like Russia essentially has this other spacecraft that just like fucking traps it. And then they just been like hijacking and like stealing these astronauts essentially. And James Bond's there to help get to the bottom of it. How, how was this movie for you? I thought there were some parts that were that were pretty good. Um, they, I think, I think it was. Uh, I, I was, I enjoyed it. I, I don't. Uh, it wasn't like. It wasn't. It wasn't like an eight out of ten or nothing like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we we'll pump the brakes here. The scene where he um, shows up in the kimono to fight the guys, and his hair is styled like a stereotypical Asian man from the sixties. And I'm like, what Dude. the fuck is this movie? Like, at what point did somebody just go, let's just be racist? I think I think we've gone a bit too far. But basically, the movie is, he goes to Japan, and then they, like, disguise him as a Chinese man or a Japanese man. And they give him, like, like give him all this makeup to try to make him look Japanese. And that was pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you forget about that part, let's say that never happened. It's not that bad of a movie. But, like, it's just kind of, you're watching him do all these things, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that haircut. Oh, he's supposed to be Japanese. And he's not at all. He's Scottish as fuck. He's so fucking Scottish. (laughs) (laughs) But there were a couple things that I liked. You know, I liked... uh, a couple things I liked is like he was in the he was stealing some information of the safe, and there was that like. How does he get in the beginning? Somebody comes, so he goes to meet somebody. First of all, you only live twice because essentially they faked his death, and they were on to the fact that there was somebody who was trying to kill him. Right. And they ended up like. Just dumping him in the ocean, which was different. And then essentially he got into a submarine and like went to Japan and he was meeting a contact for some information who ends up getting assassinated while James Bond is there. Um, but where's he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm assuming you were going with the next part of what you were talking about, but. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I was talking about what I liked, but yeah, no, the, I thought like that was funny when that guy just got like stabbed like through the wall. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's how he gets in there. He, 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 so he catches the assassin, and then he impersonates the assassin somehow. Not even close. And the guy that's the driver miss remembers that he's the other guy was was Asian, and this guy's like a six foot tall Scottish man. So I guess whatever. The guy pretends James Bond pretends to be injured, and he just like carries him into the the headquarters. Like oh my if, god, when he carried he him in, there. I was like, you didn't look at his face once, not once. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Did you not notice it when you picked him up? This guy's like. 220 like come on <laughs> oh but anyways that part was hilarious and then he tries to fight this guy who's like basically like some big samoan dude and the guy picks up a couch and he's like throwing couches and then james bond picks up a couch and he starts using it as a weapon i'm like that doesn't seem like something james bond would do you would think that like he's using this couch as a weapon. The other guy was just using it as a weapon. What the fuck? But, yeah. Um, I like that one scene where they were uh, getting chased away, and then they called in the helicopter. It was like a big fucking magnet, because they called in for help, and the helicopter comes with this big magnet and like picks up the enemy's car, and then just like drive flies and just like drops him off in the fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah. This was an experience. Um, I, I'm just going to get right to it. Um, Tell me what you think. Four out of ten. Four out of ten for four me. Four out of ten? Yeah. It's the worst one I've seen so far. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a five. You're going to give it a five. Because I enjoyed it a that, That's a That's bit, all right. You know? that, hey, that's fine. That's fine. There's going to be there's gonna be some that are going to be on the downswing for sure. And and for yeah. me, I I've enjoyed every one. That one, it just there was just a lot about it that just it, it didn't keep my attention. Like we talked about this off air. Like sometimes we're watching the movie and we're texting. Like I could not stay focused on this movie. I don't have a lot of good things to say about it from what I what, what I feel like I I took in from it. And I don't know. It just wasn't that that this wasn't the one for me. Apparently, it was the first one that really started to take a decrease in the box office. You don't say. I wonder if it was all the racism. I wonder if even in like Dude, it was nineteen sixty seven. I doubt it I doubt it was the racism. Nineteen yeah, yeah. No. It probably wasn't racist enough. That's probably why it's in nineteen sixty seven. That's probably why. What's going on there? Your microphone keeps on Oh, it's rubbing on your hoodie. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um... Oh no, it's all you just sound like you're inside a dryer. <laughs> I am. Uh, that's yeah. where I record. It's the perfect yeah. spot. Um, so what do you? What, you're giving it a five. I'm giving it a four, and we've done it. DK, the spy who loved me. The spy whom appreciated me being around. Okay. Uh, it- so for me, for this one, do you have a? I'll, I'll do. I'll do a quick summary here. I. Uh, I enjoyed this movie better. Okay. But it uh it was the same thing for me. And I'm wondering if I would have watched them in the other order if it would have been different. Um if I would have paid you know, paid more attention to it or something. So the, the spy who loved me, um I enjoyed it a bit more, 
but I didn't have the same attention span for it as I did in the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like you were saying, where right. I almost wondered like it was the end of like a thirteen hour day, and I had just like driven six hours and worked like five like another six hours or seven hours, whatever. I don't know, whatever. It was a long day. And I almost wonder if I would have watched them in the other different order, if I would have felt differently about them. Because this, I really liked Roger Moore. He was pretty dad bond in this one, though, like yes. big time. It was like he had some of his klutzy moments again. And, uh, <laughs> like, it was, that's how it was written, but it was just kind of funny. And also, he, um, a lot of, a lot of dad jokes, you know, but he was pretty, he was good. I, I, I liked him a lot in this one. The, um, this one is, the summary is the globe trotting assignment that has him skiing off the edges of cliffs and driving a car deep underwater. British super spy, James Bond, Roger Muir, reunites a sexy Russian agent, Anya Amasova, to defeat megalomaniac shipping magnate Carl Stromberg, who is threatening to destroy New York City with nuclear weapons. Bond's most deadly adversary on the case of Stromberg's henchman, Jaws, a seven-foot giant with terrifying steel teeth. Okay, so there's so much about this movie that I liked. Uh, number one, uh, this is definitely the basis for the pyramid level in Goldeneye. This has got to be. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. based on all the the uh, the set and everything, I thought this was great. Um, Jaws is fantastic no matter how many times you throw him uh, into the, the the films, I think he was only in two, but and I think this was the first one. But Jaws is great, uh, terrifying, and I I will say, for somebody who is alive in a time where violence in movies is above and beyond a lot of the time, Jaws would bite people's throat and you would see nothing. But I felt <coughs> like it was terrifying just as much as if you would have seen him rip out someone's throat with his teeth. Do you know what I mean? What about when he what about when he bit that fucking shark's neck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> But That you, was awesome. I, I I love him uh as a as a henchman. The other henchman, man, did he not last very long, eh? No, he died like immediately. And it was left with it was just left with uh um Jaws. But no, uh the Agent Triple X. Uh number one. I like her. Yeah, she's she was hot. Not Russian at all though. Not even no. close to Russian. Like No, that really had me kind of confused for a while. Cause I'm like, wait, so okay, so this is okay. This is a Russian chick, apparently, allegedly. Um definitely no accent to, to speak of. Like I've never, I've never known somebody who came from Eastern Europe to speak such perfect English, but re- regardless, uh, this movie was so much fun. Like every scene felt like a different like level in a video game. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, um, I feel like I've, I recognize that as well, but there was like a lot of, uh, like quintessential James Bond movement moments or scenes um, that I think most people would recognize as James Bond in this movie. One of which being <coughs> when he has the car <coughs> and he goes, he crashes into the river or I don't know, whatever, and it kind of and it turns into like a submarine car. Yes. And then he drives it up on the beach. 
Like when when that scene happened, I was like, oh, everybody knows that. Like I and I was thinking, I think they did actually. I uh, did. They think they did a series of of MythBusters on something like that, where they tried to recreate that, or I don't even know something like that. But, um, yeah, there was a lot. I found there was a lot of those scenes. Yes, it was definitely very like stereotypical Bond. I loved I loved the introduction. It was so Roger Moore to have the introduction be skiing down from a ski lodge, right? I'm like, of course, fucking Roger Moore's on skis. Like this guy lives on skis. I'm pretty I'm sure this guy's like the. I, I bet you like fifty bucks that Roger Moore's Elvis Stoico of skiing. Um, but he um I love that one part. He's they call him to go on a mission, and then he like gets gets the note <laughs> through his watch. watch. Yeah, out of his watch, like, like he couldn't, like, just text him, right? Like, um, but <laughs> that was the birthplace of texting, actually. Yeah, there it is. Um, there it is. And th- and then he's like, oh, I gotta go. And then he's like, oh, but America, America needs me. And uh, but it's funny because right before he said that, uh, Q says to Money Penny, um, no, M says to Money Penny, sorry, uh, where's James Bond? And she's like, he's like, she's like, oh, he's on a mission, and he's like. Well, tell him to pull out. And, like, he's <laughs> fooling around with this chick. Like, there was a lot of those jokes that I thought that were pretty funny. And, of course, I wrote – these are the notes that I had. And I, you can see where I skipped a lot. So it went, like, spy who loved me. <laughs> James is on a mission. Tell him to pull out. LOL. Ski pole gun. Dope. And then the next thing I wrote was riding a camel looks scary as fuck. <laughs> It does. It do- totally right. does. It do- <laughs> like when they when they sit down, I'm like, oh god, like what the like, fuck is what that? What is it? Like, oh, or, like it looks like it's gonna just do a front flip and roll over you. And also, like I I don't think people notice this. As- Cows are tall as shit, man. Yeah. They're and, fucking way tall. And why and, is it? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, why is it that we no. always assume they're they're slow? They were moving they're at a fast rapid pace. They're, they're as pace. fast as fucking horses. They go like sixty kilometers an hour. Their legs are and their legs are like this big long stick. And I don't know. They don't even really bend their legs, but they're just like flying across the desert. Meanwhile, you're sitting there up into between two humps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's that all about? James Bond dressed as somebody from Egypt. Priceless, dude. Oh, and also him Fair. going into the harem there with his like old college buddy, where he's like, yes. "I I totally expected you to be in this situation when we were in Cambridge." <laughs> like I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? but then he's just like, oh, yeah. uh, "Can I offer to? Can I offer you a bed for the night?" No, 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 it's fine. And then like an Egyptian prostitute comes out of nowhere, and James is immediately convinced. Yeah, and he's like, so. "Yes, I'll take the bed. I'll take the bed for sure." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when they're meeting. That's when they meet in the desert or whatever. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I enjoyed it. I'm gonna do the same thing too. I'm I'm gonna get to it. Like, I thought this was a quintessential Bond movie. I thought um, Roger Moore. I've loved Roger Moore. Every time I see that's a thing about Roger mm-hmm. Moore, man. Mm-hmm. Is every time I see Roger Moore, I love Roger Moore a little bit more in like a little bit of a different way. Yeah. Where I have a, a different appreciation of, for, for his humor or, or like his just his acting ability. Every time I watch Sean Connery, he's the same same Sean Connery every time, and I love him. 
but I feel the same way about it. Sometimes I'm a little bit shocked and disappointed uh, <laughs> because of how <laughs> chauvinistic he is. Because <laughs> even Roger Moore, even though he's James Bond, he's still got class. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a know? lover. He, I've only seen him slap one woman in these in this. Yeah, in this she run. deserved it in that one, but yeah. no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Um, uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it. Uh, I'm giving it seven and a half bags of popcorn. I'm giving it eight. I uh, I thought go. I thought this was a great Bond movie. Uh, definitely one that I would suggest. Um, and I think it's now time to choose the next two, DK. Yeah, so our plan has always been we wanted to watch the one, two, three, the last five all in order. Yes, right? the, yes. Uh, the, Daniel the Daniel Craig, Craig. series. Yeah. yeah. So with that logic being said, we have four left to choose from. Wow. We have Doctor No, 1962, Goldfinger, 1964, A View to Kill, 1985, and The Date and the Living Daylights, 1987. There is and one the missing. Is There's one missing. We have five. I know we do. What do you mean? There. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up. Uh, there is another Sean Connery one from the 80s. Just, it's not a part of the Broccoli collection. But he's still James Bond. Yeah, but there's 25 movies. I I feel like it's a part of that, though. I feel like it's a part of that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. James Bond. Do we not also have... Never Say Never Again? No. Okay, well, that might not have been included in your list, but that would that would be... We, we, it is included in the uh, the 25. Which, which movie is it? Never Say Never Again came out after... Yeah. It's the same year of Octopussy, but it was Sean Connery. Okay. Well, I'll just add that on there. It was. It's not produced by the same company that does all the other ones, but it is him as as Bond. So I feel like we should we should at least see what he's like after all those. In 1983, Sean Connery as Bond would be right. interesting as oh, fuck. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I remember that one because he's old in that one, right? He is. He is. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. So we have five to choose from. All right. Do you have the random number generator? I will pull it up right now, and we will get on this. We will generate a number randomly. One to five? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah. And then I'll just read it in order. All right, the first, number four. Number one? Number four. Number four. A View to Kill, 1985. Nice. You're going to love that one. Do you want to know why you're going to love that one? Why? Christopher Walken is the villain. Oh, nice. (laughs) And it's Roger Moore. Are you talking to me about it's got a view to kill? 
Oh my god, the next episode's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> and number five. Okay, Living Daylights. All right, all right. Four and five, four, so yeah. So we get a little Roger Moore next time, a little more and more, and a little... Just a little bit more. And, more and more and more. And a little Timothy Dalton. Beauty. All right. T. Dalton. DK, why don't you tell the fine folks who listen to all these podcasts where to find you on Twitter? DK, at DKWFU1. If you want to find any of the Wednesday Night Wallop podcasts, you can find us on Twitter at at WNWallop, WNWallop on Instagram, Wednesday Night Wallop on Facebook. We've got a YouTube page. I'll put it in the description, or I'll send it to DK to put it in the description. Um, we've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, stay tuned for a lot of more po- a lot more podcasts coming up. DK, love, peace, chicken, grease. Cheers, cold beers. You have been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.